0: Welcome to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. We'll talk clinical scenarios, interesting absite facts, and interesting general surgery knowledge. Now, let's get to it.
1: I use certain things to predict the chances of passing boards and what our program will need to do to be sure that you do pass boards. I'm the publisher of AbSite Smackdown asked me to do a little write-up and share because so many seem to ask this. Let me tell you a little bit about what we do at our program when it comes to making sure that our team passes boards. Maybe it'll help you understand uh, your own chances and what you can do to improve them. For us, it starts with resident selection. I've never been big into standardized tests. That's probably because my early education was a very British model, essay-heavy style with few, if any, standardized tests. So although I've gotten used to dealing with them, I remember my struggles with them too. And maybe it's for that reason that I'm particularly focused on what they can and can't do. For our program, your previous standardized test scores are not the only factor for whether we rank you highly to attend, but they are a factor. And why? Well, I need to know whether we can help coach you to becoming the best surgeon you can be. And to that end, I need to know how much you will need, uh, what exactly you will need to pass your boards. So to that end, our team reviews your previous standardized test scores with an eye toward balancing what you'll need to be successful with what we can offer you at our program and with whatever else you can contribute as a member of our team. So we take a whole person approach. Now some things we can't improve, but many things we can.
0: Absite SmackDown Podcast, visit the SmackDown at AbSitesmackDown.com.
1: We know the factors that predict whether you'll pass your boards. So here there's a lot of literature about what certain things can predict whether you'll pass. Note that none of these things comment on you as a person, your overall intelligence, your talent or your ability to be a great surgeon. But for better or worse, they're what we have. For example, If your ABSITE score is less than 35th percentile during any year of your residency, you're more likely to fail either your qualifying exam, a.k.a. written exam, or your certifying, a.k.a. oral exam, on your first attempt. A mandatory research year also seems to increase your chances of passing your boards on the first attempt. A score of less than 200 on the USMLE Step 1 is also predictive of uh, inability to pass your boards on the first attempt. Now, again, these are statistical associations and do not speak to any uh, causal reasons why you're at an increased risk. And just because you're at risk does not mean you will fail. You can read more about these factors at the link listed at uh, absitesmackdown.com in the blog entry of the same name.
0: The Absite Smackdown Podcast. Bringing you the best for your ad site review.
1: So, what can you do? If you're a resident, you can't change your USMLE Step 1 score, of course. For one, you could select a program with a mandatory research year. But it's hard to say when you drill down on it whether it's really the mandatory year that's responsible for the association with passing boards or no. It may be the improved sleep, maybe the decreased call requirements. It may be the inability, uh, it may be the ability to study uh, that helps so much. Much of our efforts focus on the ab site and associated performance factors. That's how we do it. We put out an entire review book and a video course to make sure that the correct content and knowledge base were readily available for everyone. But we do more. There are other known factors associated with website performance, including timing of call, amount of call, sleep time, vacation timing, etc., etc. We use each of those, and we do it consciously. Take a look at some of the research above to do a deeper dive into those performance factors. And again, go to Abcitesmackdown.com and click the link in the blog with the same title.
0: The Absite Smackdown podcast is based on the best selling review book, Absite Smackdown, the only Absite review with an entire video review course included. Visit Absitesmackdown.com and pick it up today.
1: An Absite less than 35th percentile increases your risk of failure, but it doesn't mean you will fail. Uh oh, here's some math. This may help you understand how a low Absite score affects your chances of passing written boards on the first try. Pretend you felt things could go either way for you on your written boards. You thought there's a 50% probability you will pass. We're going to use something called Bayes' theorem to show how a low absite score affects that chance. First, we convert your 50% probability estimate to odds. Probability divided by 1 minus probability, the quantity 1 minus probability, gives us odds. That's p divided by quantity 1 minus p, and quantity, or in this case, an odds of one-to-one. One. Next, we use the odds ratio on passing written boards if you scored less than 35% on site during residency. That number from the article in the link that was listed is 0.23. So next, we multiply odds on passing that you estimated before the info about the site, and that was one-to-one. One. We multiply that by that odds ratio. In other words, here, that's one, times 0.23, and that gives us 0.23. Next, we convert that 0.23 odds back to probability. The equation is odds divided by odds plus one, or better said, odds divided by the quantity Odds plus one and quantity. That's one divided by 1.23, or a probability of about 19%. So the bottom line here after the math is that scoring less than 35th percentile on the AB site at any time during residency would adjust a resident from a 50% chance of passing written boards on the first try to about 19%. In other words, scoring less than 35th percentile on an AB site doesn't guarantee boards failure but it does adjust the chance you'll pass downward a bunch. The
0: Absite Smackdown Podcast. Visit the Smackdown at AbSitesmackDown.com.
1: The take-home message. Like many important things, there's a lot of knowledge and research about this topic. I was really surprised when I first read about it that I'd never heard more about it as a resident or later as a faculty attending. Use the link above to learn more about the research behind performance on boards. In our residency program, we use this research to identify and influence, uh, to identify and to influence the numbers as much as possible, in order to give our colleagues in training the best chance possible of passing boards on the first attempt. After all, if we know the risk factors for inability to pass boards. Aren't we obligated as good faculty coaches to help our junior colleagues? Of course, we are. For that reason, before our residency started, I created an Absite review book and video course that specifically targets things the Absite tests, but which also shares key factors about test performance. Yes, that work is Absite SmackDown, and I'm grateful to the publishing team at Project Absite SmackDown and the healthcare lab for making it happen. I'm really glad to share it, and the feedback has been amazing. The team will be using that feedback to improve the work on an ongoing basis. My hope is you find it useful if you choose to use it as a resource, but more importantly, I hope you can use the info here to maximize your success on boards. Best of luck the next round where you go to take boards, uh, where you go to take the ab site, and best of luck on your boards.
0: Thanks for listening to the Absite SmackDown podcast. Visit us at AbsitesmackDown.com for more great Absite facts.